Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week on our Halloween special, we have two special guests, including our dog. Long ago, on a night much like this, it wasn't cold. <laughs> it's 9.30 in the morning. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, but it only works if we talk about it as a night. Uh, okay. So the main reason we have our special guest, our dog, Lizzie, is because it's cold and she is a little heater. So she is on my lap <laughs> being a heater. I was about to say, it is quite cold and it's even colder down in the studio today. So, <laughs> uh, for, for our other special guest, because we do actually have one, unfortunately, because we were stupid and didn't plan, we didn't actually get Luke on the podcast, like, officially, uh, again, because we're stupid. Yes, yes. Um, we didn't think about it. Uh, but he recorded some of his thoughts on what we're talking about and we will include that. So we have we have a little segment from Luke that <laughs> yes. we included, um, and this is Luke of uh, um, the Off the Mark podcast, and also um, whatever his culinary project is that's coming up. I'll, I'll link to both of them down in the description. Um, he's featured on a couple episodes. Yeah, before. he's he's been on a couple episodes before. If you're interested in Muppets stuff and hearing his other episode, he was on the Muppets 2011 episode back in season one. I was about to say, that was one of our first The OG. He was, it was like episode three or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go listen to that if you want some good, delicious Muppet content. Oh, I yeah. Suppose. Um, but anyway, today is, is the day that we're discussing, uh, the Muppets, Muppets Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. The new Disney Plus uh, special thing. <laughs> it, it reminds me of the old days <laughs> the old when we'd days. pop in the VHS Muppets specials <laughs> down on our tube TV. T tube TV? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we watched them on the tube TV sometimes. I don't think we do. Have we ever owned a tube you TV? You own a tube no, TV? No, that tiny TV isn't a that tube is a TV. That's a tube TV, right? Okay, what do you think? It's so thick. What? <laughs> Remy, why is it such a thick TV then? You make a good point. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I have a misconception of what tube TVs are. Um, yeah, so th this is actually a thing we did. We're not, we're not that old. We just have VHS. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, let, uh, let, let's get into the stuff you need to know about Muppets Haunted Mansion before we state our thoughts on it. Let's do it. Okay, so... Um, this is this is the part of the motion picture. Sorry, I'm replying to a tweet. No, this is the part of the motion picture <laughs> where we go over everything that you, the listener, needs to know before we talk about Muppets Haunted Mansion, so you can get the full cultural context. All right, so Muppets Haunted Mansion is a TV special, uh, twenty released in 2021, rated TV PG. It is 52 minutes, uh, which is why I kind of. <laughs> Honestly, consider it to be a, a movie. Yeah, it's but. pretty much a movie. <laughs> the little IMDb description is, On Halloween night, Gonzo is challenged to spend one night in the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion? The Haunted Mansion. <laughs> okay, not just a Haunted Mansion. Uh, the cast, we've got, like, Will Arnett here for some reason. <laughs> Will Arnett. Um, dude, what? I don't even know how to pronounce the, uh, her name. Um, I don't even know if I want to try. 
Miss Henson. Miss <laughs> Henson. No relation to uh, Jim Henson, I'm assuming, but who knows? Darren, Chris, Yvette, Nicole. I can't see your last name because it's not loading. <laughs> <laughs> Yvette, Nicole Brown. There you go. Um, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave. Like, this is the saddest. <laughs> this is the saddest attempt we've ever had of you pronouncing the cast. I don't know names. why I'm in charge of this Ruby. I have <laughs> dyslexia. I can't read anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, if you really want to know the cast, they're they're credited down in the podcast description, or you can just go to IMDb and look. Uh, directed by Kirk R. Thatcher. My my boy Kirk over here. <laughs> Written by uh, Bill Beretta. Beretta, yes. who voices Pepe, by the way. Oh, and that's cool. Kirk R. Thatcher and Kelly Younger. Very cool. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, which we've done something else from this director before, by the way. Yes, Mister um, Mister Kirk R. Thatcher. We have done one of his films before he, on the podcast. He directed the hit movie it's a tv special too <laughs> jim henson's turkey hollow which we did talk about on here last fall yes season two baby um which was not very good <laughs> uh no it wasn't very he good. also directed muppets now which is also wait not he very did good, oh man that's that's a whole different topic yikes uh yeah no muppets now is not good <laughs> it's bad even <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's... but he also directed this, so it kind of redeemed himself, maybe. He's <laughs> also directed some of the old Muppets specials, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Muppets Haunted Mansion, Ruby. It released that's... on Disney Plus uh, about a week ago, I think, and uh, we're gonna talk about it. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, here we go. All right. First, we're gonna be hearing from our very special guest, uh, Luke. Uh, so, Luke, what what do you think of Muppets Haunted Mansion? You know, it's really great, but it is a big shame that this is the one piece of Muppets content we're going to get in the next five years. And, like, the next thing, it's going to be, like, a Muppets Easter special straight to Disney Plus in eight years. And it's going to be good, but then they're not going to do Muppets again at all because they hate me. And Disney hate me. Just look at the MCU content at the moment. Everyone hates me. Like even if we do, even if we just got like a Muppets Most Wanted every three years, I'd be pretty satisfied. And then straight to Disney Plus specials, that'd be fun too. But nah, nah, we don't even get that. But hey, my man Walter's represented, so I don't really care. I do care. I really want more Muppets content. Daryl Chris should have been the main human. Like Will Arnett's fine, but. I'm kind of sick of him and things. Like last year's fandom, Lego Batman, he's riding that Lego Batman hype hard. Dal Chris is the best. Anyway, Muppets Haunted Mansion, good. Give me more. Just more Muppets. No more Muppet Babies, because that stuff's terrible. I mean, rubbish. See, I did a British. Ha. Ah, okay. So I guess we can put recently logged under uh, man on the street <laughs> podcast right, now. Right, we got we got our man on the street. <laughs> got a man on the street segment and recently logged. Thank you, the, thank you for sending yeah, that in, though. Luke. Thank you. We're sorry we didn't get you on the episode. We just are very bad at planning stuff. Apparently. No, I was I was explaining it to it to him this morning. I was like, listen, dude. <laughs> I literally most of the time we like plan what movie we're doing on sunday <laughs> and record on monday morning <laughs> we are not intentionally keeping true. you out of the loop but uh he, he said that in uh just a few hours ago so 
There we go. We got it. We got it in. We got him in. No, I'm glad. I'm glad we got that segment. That's fun. Yes. Um, But Micah, what what did you think of Muppets Haunted Mansion? Get him to start walking around and doing interviews. (laughs) (laughs) Interviews with British people. (laughs) Interviews with British people. Is that what you're going to call the segment, (laughs) Rappy? Maybe. Uh, uh, What did I think of Muppets Haunted Mansion? Yes. Uh, Well, quite quite honestly, I went into this uh, like very expecting to hate it uh i haven't liked like a single bit of new muppets content since muppets 2011 man muppets now um is that being whack. said i have not watched muppets most wanted still um and and luke i was about to say we're gonna that do it's, claims that it's pretty good yeah i was about to um, say we're gonna do a, the episode with him on that one for sure i it just totally slipped my mind this time yeah um I don't know, like, just every bit of New Muppets content I've seen, especially that t- darn stupid Office parody they did <laughs> and Muppets Now, and all of them, they, they all seem to kind of, like, miss what really makes the Muppets the Muppets, and yet somehow this special really hit it, like, like it really, like, hit it well. And, yeah. and it's still, like, modern Muppets. There's There's a lot of stuff about this that is very modern feeling. Uh, in terms of what the Muppets has become. Yeah. But yet it still had a very nice, very just fun kind of Muppetsy feeling. It made me kind of nostalgic because, <laughs> again, we did grow up watching a bunch of their Muppets TV specials, not even like Muppets movies. Yeah, a majority um, of what my experience with like the Muppets in general has just been through like their holiday specials and the 2011 movie. <laughs> That's about it. Um, but yeah, no. But no, it was really cool. It has fun songs. It's extremely low budget. Like, probably the most <laughs> low budget Muppets piece of media I've ever seen. Uh, but it really doesn't take away from it at all. It actually makes it kind of goofy to watch. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was I thought it was a nice touch, even. Like, obviously, I would have taken a higher budget version if there was yeah, one it, that it, could have happened. It adds an interesting layer to how it feels to watch it, it being so low budget. Instead of them being on like actual sets for everything <laughs> it's the underdog quality Mike. no it is rooting for it <laughs> no because like take like muppets muppets like treasure island mm-hmm. um which you know they have pretty much all sets all the time yeah it's a it's a much different feeling just being in a space oh than, definitely than in this yeah yeah which, by the way, Muppets Treasure Island is really great. <laughs> it is pretty great, yeah. Man, I wish it maintained its, uh, like, crazy energy throughout. It just kind of mellows out in its third act. But yeah, uh, <laughs> in terms of in terms of this, I very much like it. It's not doing too much crazy. I like what it does uh, in relation to the ride, the Haunted Mansion, more so than anything else I've really seen connected to, like, a ride. This really is set on being, like, a ride. Uh, yeah. And I appreciate that. But yeah, I, I I liked it. <laughs> okay. I gave it four stars. Um, what did I think of Muppets Haunted Mansion? I thought that um, it was really good. <laughs> Great, even. Um, as Micah said, we haven't really gotten too much Muppet media outside of Muppets Now um, and, like, the Office thing since Muppets 2011. Obviously, there's Muppets Most Wanted which uh, we haven't watched yet. (laughs) Um, But, like, Muppets now just so wholly misses what makes the Muppets, like, funny and unique. 
Um, same with the Muppets office thing. It tries to mimic another comedy style rather than like using the Muppets like trademark right. <laughs> comedy style. They like pioneered a whole style just for themselves. <laughs> um, and it, and it, it like, really works. It seems like every creator like since <laughs> since kind of a lot of the original crew, like we had a spark with Muppets 2011 uh-huh. with people just having fun. Yeah. Um, it feels like every creator since even like that has just kind of been uncomfortable with the Muppets being a thing. Yeah. It, it like like they're kind of like ashamed that it still exists. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but but what uh Muppets Haunted Mansion, I thought it was really good. Um I really like the uh like middle musical number a lot. Um I love the little ghosts that are yes, just like heads ghosts. and like two pairs of <laughs> just a pair of hands <laughs> floating around all the time. I think they're adorable. I feel like the Muppets have used <laughs> them before, but I don't remember in what. Yeah, they're no, just really cute. They seemed familiar. I'm not like we said, we're not like Muppet experts, so there's probably a lot of like Easter eggs we missed where it's like nodding to old stuff. Um but I very much enjoyed the little ghosts. Uh, having it center around Gonzo and Pepe was a really smart decision yeah, uh, for a, a like modern special, so we didn't have to deal with people being like, oh, the different voice actors, because uh, the Gonzo and Pepe voice actors. I don't know if they're the original ones, but if they're not, they sound a lot like them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it was a new lot less Kermit distracting. Makes me sad. Yeah, new Kermit makes me sad still. It was, it was more bearable in this than it is in Muppets now, though. Yeah. Um, what else to mention? I really like, um, the, like, just general vibes from this a lot. It's got, it's got that dry kind of, I mean, like I said earlier, kind of like patented Muppet energy to it, which is something I was really looking for when I went into this. So it was nice to have that. Um, not to mention it's actually legitimately funny, which I was hoping it would be. (laughs) Right. Like, like, and that's, and that's as much as like all of these little elements that make things feel Muppety. Uh, the one thing that like Muppets now definitely isn't is just like this is just funny. Yeah, because like it's just genuinely funny stuff. Jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that yeah, that better basically sums up my thoughts on it. It's it's fun. It's good. Uh, I really like the puppets, especially the old Gonzo puppet. The old Gonzo puppet. <laughs> that is, is cinema, I think. That needs to be held in the <laughs> highest regard above anything <laughs> in the world. Yeah, the <laughs> real highlight of the real highlight of the special. <laughs> it needs to be displayed in a museum, <laughs> um, and, and not even just like a Muppets museum. Not just the like Muppets, <laughs> world famous like museum. the Louvre. Might be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have to keep it in mind. We'll have to see if Luke can sneak it in there while he's while he's over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, let, let's let's move on to our to the main discussion, Micah. Welcome. <laughs> to the main discussion. <laughs> this is this is the meat, Micah. The meat. I I misbranded it yet again. <laughs> it's true. I I typed into the recording bar. I'm like, all right, what's this segment called? And I said main discussion. It should be the meat. We we changed it to the meat because <laughs> we're apparently we're not vegans or vegetarians. We're Arby's, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're Arby's because we have the meat. <laughs> we have the meat. I see. Um, but, but anyway, Micah, is there, is there a question that you want to ask about uh, this very special? This this special? This special. This special. Muppets Haunted Mansion, the 2021 um, Muppets special. Sure. What do you uh, What do you think? Um, and this is actually something I thought about quite a bit while watching it. Okay. okay. Um, what do you think? And I mentioned it kind of as like a ride kind of feeling. What do you think mm-hmm. of its very 
not an inherently disjointed plot, but it's kind of plot that allows it to just kind of wander around the haunted mansion and have fun. What are, so what are you asking? Like, what like, do you think of the, the way the plot works in this movie? The okay. plot structure, the type of plot it is. <laughs> okay. The sort um, of plotty plot. Um, I think it's kind of like bouncing around everywhere. Nature actually works really well, because like, that kind of, once again, as we mentioned earlier, kind of suits the Muppets, like style like that's yeah. that's what the show does uh, from what i've seen of it um so it, it kind of makes sense in that regard and the fact that it's adapting a ride that's basically just a series of spooky vignettes um it makes a lot of sense to me anyway yeah no i was actually like that was one of the things i was really happy about going into it because mm-hmm. take like haunted mansion the the eddie murphy (laughs) and i mean like yeah it's got like it's inspired by haunted mansion yeah it's got a lot of references but like this this is like a haunted mansion ride thing yeah like i mean they even have several direct references to the ride um and it feels a lot while you're watching it that you're kind of you're kind of on a ride with Gonzo and Pepe. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of fun. Like I would I would take this as an actual ride, bouncing around, listening to the fun songs. But yeah, no, um, it's it's really interesting. This is like a way better adaptation of the Disney ride Haunted Mansion than the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. Yeah, is. And this one features Will Arnett. Yeah, which, this- is, which isn't inherently <laughs> good starting point. Yeah. Um but no, I thought I thought that the like one of the coolest things about it is that it does like this plot structure kind of thing that is constantly just going from thing to thing. Um the only technical time it slows down is when it hits its little itty bitty uh emotional core. <laughs> And not that it's bad, I'm just saying, like... It's itty-bitty. It's itty-bitty. That's what you're saying. Which works for the special still. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just... It, it works really well to get that, like, Muppets special feeling. Yeah, and I think I think it's sort of bouncy quality, as we've, as we've now dubbed it. Um, kind of lends itself to it feeling a lot... Like, it keeps the pacing up, so it feels a bit shorter than it actually is. Yeah, and I um, think... It, but in a good way. <laughs> and I think it helps with uh, with budget stuff, too. Like, yeah. I, I feel like this is a very good thing for the thing, because it, it is very clear that most of the things that they are in are not real. <laughs> and if you spent a lot of time in them, it would feel very... Like, like it yeah. would start to feel very flat. Yeah. But we'd never really feel flat, because we're constantly going from location to location. Yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. And I, I think, very much like it. I think there are, there are several practical doors, and I think part of the room for the bride is practical. But yeah, I'm no, not really sure much else. I, I, yeah, I think anytime they're like sitting on something or touching something, it's more more often than well, not. Yeah, practical. like the props. But I'm yeah. saying part of the room itself, ah. I think, was practical for uh, the bride's room. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, but yeah, do you have a question? I do. Um, the, one of the biggest problems I have with the special at the moment is um, how long the Pepe uh, bride uh, sequence yes. is. It just kind of slows it down in the third act. I was going to ask what what your thoughts were on it. Uh, I would tend to agree that I think the, the Pepe bride thing is kind of its worst moment oh yeah definitely in terms of to me i mean it's fun it's 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 kind of funny when it's first introduced um and they they i'm sure they just wanted kind of a way to separate pepe from gonzo to do their big 
uh, ending yeah, Gonzo the, the big great climax, climax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which by the way the Gonzo the great climax <laughs> is fantastic it really is <laughs> um, but um, I feel like they could have done something different with Pepe I don't know it's just kind of weird and it goes on for a long time so then after the climax <laughs> Gonzo has to go in to the wedding and be like Pepe you're stupid Pepe, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bust out of the window and that's it uh so it feels very like weird and very like secondary um but i think literally the only problem with it is just that it's too long because yeah. like the idea of it's not bad i really like the the king prawn stuff in <laughs> the, the prawn. when they first get introduced <laughs> and their musical really number their musical number is hilarious right no the musical number is great and you get the walter cameo which is yeah. amazing i was not expecting walter content but i got walter content the walter content <laughs> that's what muppets now is missing Micah. it's true where's walter <laughs> where's walter <laughs> um but yeah no like it's just i don't know it stretches on for a bit too long i think is all i can really say about it because there's nothing like a like egregious about it stretching on too long it yeah. just it's just a little bit too long. Yeah, it feels like a really like funny bit that just goes on a bit too long. It overstays its welcome. <laughs> um, it, like that's really honestly one of the only problems I have with this entire special is just that. Which yeah. I mean, it's only fifty-two minutes long, so. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot here, and again, with how fast it's going, there's not a whole lot here that you can just like grab onto to dislike. Yeah. Um, the only times it slows down is for the bride stuff and the gonzo stuff. But speaking of that, what do you think of Mr. Decaying Gonzo himself? Um, <laughs> old Gonzo. Old Gonzo, the big climax of the the special. How do you think it works as like tying into the special? Um, it is the core of the special. Um, how do I how do I feel about it? Um. I don't know i i feel like it works pretty well better than it probably should <laughs> right <laughs> um but i don't know i don't know what i'd like say about it you know yeah i just i just thought it would be interesting to to bring up because yeah. uh in like watching it uh i'm i'm like this is kind of weird right <laughs> like that it, that it's trying to go for this uh-huh and i feel like in in a lot of other especially newer Muppets projects, they wouldn't be able to pull off this feeling. Um, because, like, a lot of Muppets things, they'll have some, like, emotional moment, mm -hmm. and it'll just be, like, completely dead. Like, you'll have no purpose in having an emotional moment. And I think this actually starts to lean towards that a little bit. Like, it seems a little melodramatic for his big emotional moment. yeah a little bit um but i think there's something about the whole setup of this um and like the setting and everything that actually makes it kind of work and instead of feeling like oh great oh no we get now we got to watch like a three minute scene he's facing his fears yeah. it's it stays goofy and yeah. it stays fun and we get a rehash of the gonzo the great doesn't have to be gonzo the great to be great <laughs> yeah i was about to say it, i think it it very much was like in danger of leaning into like oh this is boring move on come on guys but it actually ends up coming off kind of sweet and you're like oh yeah that's that's cool i yeah, like it i feel like this entire special <clears throat> just kind of cultivates 
the mindset of just kind of like this is kind of cute this yeah. is kind of fun yeah like whereas a lot of new muppet stuff doesn't do that this, it's this, just it's trying so hard to be like butt gustingly funny <laughs> like it's like it's it's always trying to be like ah oh, these are your muppets <laughs> it's the muppets uh whereas this is just like being the muppet <laughs> i said butt gustingly not gut busting <laughs> <laughs> what is that that's hilarious what? oh my god i didn't even hear that yes that's amazing i was like wait a minute did i just say that? oh my gosh uh, but yes no i i totally agree with what you just said oh my god uh, so do you have any do you have, a, do you have another question i do um what do you how do you feel about the fact that they went this route with a Halloween special, like they could have gone like something more in the vein of Muppets now, where it's like just a Halloween party or something, but they chose to adapt a Disney ride as their Halloween special, which I thought was like an interesting cho- uh, choice. Okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be perfectly frank with our with our podcast Being audience frank, here. Mike- <laughs> um, I think this was the best decision they could have ever made. Oh yeah, no, I totally I think, agree. I think a lot of the problems that people are running into with new Muppets is that they don't know what to do with them they, they have no setting they're just they don't understand how to just use the muppets to beat the muppets yeah like a lot of what the muppets show was able to pull off and even like some of the muppet movies that are just kind of the muppets being the muppets yeah they're just kind of hanging out um, you know <laughs> I, I don't think that's really well understood in current muppets uh so doing this and like i said i grew up watching the old like tv specials mm-hmm. which always had a theme like the, like i remember specifically like the fairy tale one the christmas carol uh, one the good. christmas carol one which like that's that's a well-known one yeah, yeah. i feel like that fairy tale one which is kind of creepy it really Not is many people know miss <laughs> <laughs> piggy like slowly me. turns to gold or something in, like this tragic a scene yeah but yeah like like stuff like that and that's the kind of muppet special vibe is that like and it's part of what makes the Muppets so special. They can just be taken and put into any setting. And sure, they can just be the Muppets and have their own thing and like the Muppet show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they're such fun characters that you can insert into any kind of story. Yeah. And I think for doing a modern adaptation of them, putting them into something that is already pretty goofy and fun. Yeah. And that most people will be like, yeah, the Haunted Mansion really works well (laughs) i was about to say who doesn't like the haunted mansion and it's like pulpy and kind of funny already like a little slapstick already the original ride it's 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 it was a great choice yeah so take take (laughs) the bride and while that while the segment goes on a little too long it is a really fun idea and it it shows to i was about to say shows to go (laughs) goes to show my god we're both dying over here. <laughs> goes to show why these two can go so well together. Because like the like the two till death do us part joke is already super goofy and funny. It yeah. feels like something that would have been written for the Muppets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. We can't talk. This <laughs> the, the shows to go. Um, what do you think of? Uh, of our, our celebrity cast, per Celebrity se. cast, we got... Our, our Will Arnett's. We got Will our, Arnett, we got G- John, John Stamos. Stamos. We got um, that guy that Luke said should host the whole thing. What's his name? Um, Darren Chris. Darren Chris. yes. He was quite fun, too. 
Um, I don't know. We we got a lot of like stuff here. Yeah. Wait, Sky Jackson's in this? Yeah, whacked there's out. There's a lot of there's a lot of voicing in this from celebrities, which interesting. And a lot of the ghosts. I I just wanted to mention because I feel like the the cameos, the celebrity cameos in this, are are kind of weird. I think it's one of the weirdest things that feels yeah. kind of not Muppety about it in a weird Muppety way. <laughs> Uh, like the cameos in terms of other things, because I mean Muppets always have a ton of celebrity cameos. Yeah. Uh, but it was like very like weirdly. I feel like they didn't get all of the celebrities that they like the specific celebrities that they wanted to get. <laughs> so most of them are just weird like background somebody waving. <laughs> yeah, I think most of them work pretty well though. Like they're kind of fun. Yeah. I just think it's. I just thought it was kind of goofy the way that the celebrity like cameos are done in this. I like the John Stamos one a lot. <laughs> the John Stamos one is good. It's pretty great. Um, Will Arnett as as a main. What do you think? Um, I think he actually fits like the general vibe of this special specifically very well. I have very weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because like he works for this, but like. Then I think about the fact that it's Will Arnett, and I'm like, this is weird, right? <laughs> I, yeah, so I have very weird feelings of Will Arnett in general, because, like, average run of the wi- wow, run of the will, run of the mill, Will <laughs> Arnett. run of the will. <laughs> the average run okay. of the mill, Will Arnett, I will probably not like. Yeah. But there are certain things that he does that I'm like, I like this, but I don't like that I like this because it's Will Arnett. Exactly. We don't we don't like it because it's Will Arnett. We like it because he's actually doing a great job. Yeah, so like Lego Batman and like his performance in Hot Rod and I actually, oh my gosh. I actually he's great do in like Hot him Rod. in this. He's great in Hot Rod, babe, man. Babe, no, babe, no, no, babe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, if you've never seen that clip before, uh like Search go on Hot YouTube. Rod, I was Arnett, about to say Babe. Go on YouTube and search Hot Rod Babe Scene. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's peak Will Arnett. Hot Rod on the whole is hilarious, though. It's true. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just I just thought it was interesting using him as, like, your main celebrity. He tries so hard to sing. He really does. <laughs> he's really giving it. He's giving it his he all, can't man. Sing. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the vocal range for that. He has he has like two inches of vocal range. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I'm kind of sad though about that song. Um, Which uh, one? I think. Uh, what is that song called? I was gonna check. Um, uh, Life hereafter. Yeah. Yeah, life hereafter. Um, I really like that song. I think it's the most fun song oh, of the yeah. show. It's easily the best um, number in the entire thing. But I was kind of sad <laughs> because it was one instance where I actually liked New Kermit's voice. I liked mm-hmm. singing New Kermit, and they immediately like don't use singing <laughs> New Kermit after the opening. I was ready for like a Kermit number, <laughs> and in- instead it was pretty ensemble with Will Arnett actually singing more than Kermit, which I'm sure was part of his contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, I, yeah, no, it was good stuff. What if you, if you had to rank the songs though? I, I just realized we could do this as a fun yeah. little thing. If, if you could rank the songs, um, what would you do? Uh, I think I would definitely do "Life Hereafter" as number the, one. As number one, okay. it's, it's just really fun. It feels <laughs> the most Muppety out of any of them. You get a lot of the like jokes, and you get the on um, the big ensemble. And you get the <laughs> the old guys oh my rolling in and they're it's in so their good. and it's a really fun haunted mansion yeah. reference. I really like that. <laughs> um, then I'd probably do um, 
it's a tough it's a tough second slot i probably do tie the knot tango okay fair it's, enough it's fun <laughs> <laughs> then i'll be your prom. and then i will be your prom. <laughs> that just, line is so that's funny such a good line um then probably rest in peace and dancing in the moonlight. Aww. I like dancing in the moonlight a lot. Dancing but in it's, the moonlight's so much fun. But it's kind of, <laughs> you know, it's the credits song. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I like the rest in peace. The, actually, the thing I like most about rest in peace is actually when they do the, they use the haunted mansion. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Song. What, what, I don't know what, what song the song is called. What is that called? That's called, um... um 999 happy haunts yes yeah but i really i really like that song and uh, i was happy to see it used in something because like (laughs) even the haunted mansion eddie murphy used it at one point and i I just really like the song it came off like (laughs) in the eddie murphy one it comes off like a shrek 3 joke right it does and that is not a compliment uh, for anyone who has seen (laughs) shrek <laughs> but i'm just saying i like the song and i was glad it was used yeah it's got a really nice hook it's like micah that's always been my favorite aspect of haunted mansion and that's why i always go and write it whenever we go to hollywood studios is just simply because it's got an amazing freaking soundtrack <laughs> and all of its visuals are still so like creepy and good i love it yeah no it's it's a really great ride it's a great ride man <laughs> and i and like i said i feel like the special does such a good job of capturing how fun the ride is yeah you got so many like direct <laughs> references to it uh and like it's it's just fun it's a fun yeah but that really, he used to terrify me as a child Ruby, <laughs> not to not to make fun of you on the podcast <laughs> but let me make fun of you on the podcast <laughs> but monster mansion used to terrify okay you monster mansion is way scarier than haunted mansion has ever been Robbie monster mansion though what about the t- what about the time that we wrote it and they had the lights on Micah, you do not understand how absolutely horrifying like the ginormous like Micah, that is like a five foot tall rat face five inches from my body <laughs> i do not want that that I, is ginormous i don't think, I don't think i've ever terrifying. found animatronics creepy though animatronics so. are the creepy okay i have one fear <laughs> I have one fear, and that is animatronics. They are terrifying. Uh, Forget, like, f- photorealistic mannequins or whatnot. I, animatronics are the creepiest things out there. What about what about in the <laughs> Islands of Adventure, the, the Harry Potter ride with the animatronic Death Eater things that, like, pop out at you? Wait, what? Oh, my gosh. That don't ride. even don't even talk to me about that ride. I've I'm not I've not recovered from it, Micah. That ride is horrifying. That ride was so much fun. It is fun, but I also closed my eyes many many times because there were real things popping out popping near out me. Popping out at you like two inches away from your face as you're being woo woo. I don't mind. I don't mind 3D coming out at me, but when it is an actual animatronic that looks like it is about to murder me, I do not want it close to me. <laughs> Dude, I got scared on the mummy coaster. <laughs> that, the animatronics on that scared me too. Dude, I don't know. Animatronics have just never scared me. They're creepy, man. It's just like this it's just like this casing of rubber that moves at you. It's weird. I don't like it. Ruby Ruby's never gonna play FNAF. <laughs> no, see, those are like fuzzy. They're not 
they're not like they're not like the rubber animatronics. So, so you, That's what are you me. telling me that if you went to Chuck E. Cheese back when they had animatronics, those things wouldn't freak you out because those things are creepy. Those things are horrifying. <laughs> the animatronics are just absolutely terrifying. That's like the that that might be my biggest fear. <laughs> like if we're just talking like things that exist on the planet Earth that scare me, it's that that is that might be number one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how, how can we tie this down to the Muppets Haunted Mansion is the question um I don't know <laughs> um is there anything spooky in Muppets Haunted Mansion what do, what do you think of the like the whole face your fears when the whole thing is a very spooky I was about to say the scariest thing that happens in this movie or in the special rather cut is, to old gonzo is that old gonzo is old <laughs> old gonzo okay so so the old gonzo scene is so good I don't, I don't even care about the rest of the scene before he's old gonzo um but like just the genius of switching puppets <laughs> to making him old Gonzo for no reason is so good, <laughs> bro. It's it's great. I I don't know. I don't even know how to put it. It's it's movie magic. My so guy. so I think I think this is actually something not not to go all critiquey on it. Critique like trying to pull something out of something wow. as stupid as old Gonzo. Wow. Um, but I do think it's actually something that, again, is kind of a sign that they're using the Muppets well um, in the terms of, like, the medium of puppetry. Mm-hmm. Um, puppets themselves are such a cool thing. They really are. Because they're very physical, and yet they emote really well, and you get really into the puppets being puppets. You don't, you, you don't really think, oh, look at this puppet being controlled by somebody. You're like that's a puppet, and it's uh, no matter if there's somebody right behind a curtain, it's the Muppet, or if you're God. watching them on the screen. <laughs> puppets are really good at like doing this kind of realistic kind of immersion, mm-hmm. um, and with that immersion, you can use puppets for a lot of really cool things for a lot of different genres, be it like comedy, which Muppets does quite frequently, or even something like horror, which something like Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared really does well. Yeah. Um, I was gonna I was gonna mention uh Dark Crystal actually. <laughs> and and same with Dark Crystal yeah. as Jim Jim Henson himself dipped into it some using like puppets to do a very creepy and Dark Crystal itself goes into a, like a very fantasy real creepiness. Yeah, yeah. Um but I really like that that old Gonzo, as silly as it is, does lean into that kind of um, not not even creepiness you can do with puppets, but just kind of out out there visual storytelling kind of thing. I love I love that his nose turns into like a little carrot or right? something. It's like this little like <laughs> floppy thing. Um, but I actually genuinely think it's a really smart use of puppets in general oh, when is. you can do something yeah. so out there and it still be like feels so nice and grounded. And as stupid as it sounds, it's one of my favorite moments of the entire special, and it's one of the most Muppety feeling moments of the entire special. Actually, having fun with the physical puppets. Yeah, no, it's 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 good stuff, man. Because ah, man, yet another critique of the modern Muppet stuff. They write the Muppets like they're people and have people limitations, you know. <laughs> Which sucks, man. The Muppets should be the Muppets should be bouncing off the wall. The Muppets <laughs> should be getting hit with cars. And losing their memory, <laughs> losing their memory, and then becoming a part of a frog gang. <laughs> all share rhyming names. <laughs> That's what I want from Muppets. 
Uh, that movie is cinema. <laughs> that movie is cinema. I wish I could remember the frogs' names. <laughs> Man, all of the Muppets movies are cinema. How about that? I haven't, I haven't seen Most Wanted, so that's the only one. I... That's true. That's true. I mean, Soraya says it's good. Uh, Luke says it's good. A lot. Of, some other people say it's good too. My God. I've always, I've always liked Muppets Take Manhattan, though. Yeah, Muppets Take Manhattan rocks. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's essentially all I wanted to bring up about, like, Muppet Haunted Mansion in general. Um, I, part of me wishes it was a little, like, spookier, but I think, it, honestly, it's having way too much fun to, like, care that much about it, you know? Look, Ruby, I found them. Oh, my gosh. Go, go, to, the, go to the Muppet <laughs> the, Wiki, Micah. Click on the Muppet Wiki. <laughs> go, go. I must know their names. Yeah, I was about to say, if you scroll down, there should be a character section. Maybe okay, keep talking. While okay. I look for this. <laughs> uh, what else to mention? Part of me wishes it was a little. Yeah, yeah. I think I already said that. Part of me wishes it was a little spookier, but yeah, you, just, you know, you just you just spoke those. Words. Oh my gosh, Micah! <laughs> I had been waiting so long, so long. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's definitely my favorite modern piece of Muppets media. There like, I might even prefer it to the 2011 movie, maybe probably no, not I but don't. but I, it's close you know there's there's something about the the 2011 <laughs> muppets that feels fully real like it's like this but like fully realized yeah i, I was like about to say it's a bit better it's musically got a, yeah, than it's got this a is a little bit better music it's got a full story because it's not just a special it's got a, a higher budget it's got like a, a celebrity cast that i think can fully embrace the Muppets kind of feel. Yeah. Amy Adams. Amy, that's true. Amy <laughs> Adams, you, you've sealed the team. <laughs> uh, but yeah, their names were Bill, Gill, and Jill. <laughs> and they went, hmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think they sold like soap or something. Something dumb like yeah, that. Yeah, they sold soap. <laughs> I swear, man. Muppets Take Manhattan. If you've never seen that movie, watch that movie. Kermit loses his memory and becomes a soap salesman. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's cinema, Micah. Um, but yeah, is, is there any other big things you wanted to mention? Um, honestly, I'm not really sure. Like, I, I think a lot of this is just kind of, you know, because it's, you know, it's, it's a special. It's pretty short. Yeah. And because of how fast it's going, there's never too much particularly to talk about. Yeah. In terms of like, oh, I can't believe that scene was that. <laughs> I think just the biggest thing for me in general for the special is just how much it feels good to be. Yeah. Like, it just feels good to have Muppets again. Like, just not like Muppets now Muppets, <laughs> but like Muppets again. Yeah. And just them having fun and good songs <laughs> yeah for real just fun stuff with puppets and it made me happy it made me it made me nostalgic um and it made me hope hope of all <laughs> hopes that they might be able to do another muppet thing this good um i can't believe this is from the director of turkey hollow <laughs> I think he should never do anything grounded to reality ever. No. <laughs> Stick to Goofy Muppets, please. Yes. <laughs> and see, that's see, he did Muppets now, but it's grounded to reality, so that's, that's its problem. <laughs> it's whack, man. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, okay, last thing, last thing before we before we sign off. Okay. Um, 
what is your favorite like joke or gag from this from the special if you had to if you had to pick one or two just as a favorite um, well i mean my favorite gag if you will is uh-huh. decaying gonzo okay, okay. Uh, but but some of my favorites um are pro- the the rat thing <laughs> with the i almost forgot about that <laughs> The fat rat hat thing. Yeah. <laughs> right this way. <laughs> right this way. Oh my um, gosh. That's one of my favorites. That's I one really of the, liked that. That's been one of the single greatest moments of cinema in the past year. <laughs> and 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 the king prawn when it's first introduced. because <laughs> uh, like you know, it, like I said, it carries on for a bit too yeah, long yeah. with the bride stuff, but when the like, the first scene when it's there, it's so good. It's so funny. <laughs> Uh, and Pepe in general is just really funny in this. Pepe is hilarious. Oh wait, in this. I've got it. I've got it. I've okay. got one, one of the top ones. So uh, you know, uh, like when they first come up, uh, Will Arnett starts speaking Spanish <laughs> to Pepe, oh and he's like, "Oh, you speak Spanish." <laughs> um, and he says that in Spanish. I don't know how to say that in Spanish. But Will Arnett just like deadpan looks at him, and after saying all of the Spanish, he goes, "No." <laughs> It's just so funny. That's one of the best reoccurring jokes in this whole thing. <laughs> right? Multiple characters just, like, randomly start speaking Spanish. It's great, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I was actually going to pick the Spanish thing in the rat <laughs> as my two favorites. They're so funny. Um, and yeah. this actually, this special actually managed to pull off the screaming goat joke without it being, like, right? super There's cringy. There's a screaming goat joke, and it's actually good yeah it's actually never, funny which like, i've never seen that before and they pulled off like a like a i think the two skeletons doing the dun dun yeah um no other muppets content that came out recently uh, they would have tried that oh my gosh they would have tried so hard so unfunny. they would have tried so hard and it would have sucked <laughs> but this actually pulls it off which blew my mind when they first popped up in the dun dun i was like oh great oh, no here we go more of this and like and i think that's another thing too i think that's the one last thing I'll, I'll leave this with okay is that um almost everything that i was worried about them doing wrong kind of subverted my expectations for the good leaving leaving this to be a very very fun experience as they constantly just moved on and like did all these things yeah and pulled stuff off you just makes me happy exactly the it, um i was worried about with the dun dun thing um that it was gonna like they were just gonna like stretch it on to like a minute long scene i'm like please don't and then they, like <laughs> after like 20 seconds they're just gone i'm like yes they use it do they, a joke and move on they use it three times yeah rule of three rule of three it's like a family guy episode <laughs> <laughs> and then they it's very short it's funny and they move on yeah no it's a uh, good stuff jolly good i like it i i think <laughs> like i said i think this special is really nostalgic for me it's it's got some fun production design even though a lot of yeah. it isn't inherently like physical i production love design. i love the physical well i, I say physical I, I meant uh like the actual like the monster down at the bottom of the staircase i love that <laughs> right and uh, i so love cool. i love little details like the muppet wallpaper. the wallpaper yeah like just some a lot of love was put into this despite it being as low budget as it is mm-hmm. and and i really i really appreciate it i really like it it's something that i would genuinely be proud to call muppets content yeah i was about to say now i'll be like i'm a muppets fan and i don't feel like i'm associating with muppets now (laughs) or muppets period yikes yeah 
but um yeah no that's that's essentially all we we had to say about muppets haunted mansion yeah it's go good. watch it it's good i gave it four stars if, if you if you recall i also gave it four stars out of five out of five pretty crazy Whoa. pretty great I, I i assigned four stars the great status <laughs> yeah so. i think i think four starts the great exactly and then four and a half is the really great and then the five <laughs> is like the see i have four and a half is like fantastic or whatever <laughs> and then uh five is masterpiece masterpiece <laughs> masterpiece <laughs> all right do we want to get into our what we watched segment since we've watched let's do a it. lot <laughs> yeah we took a week break and we watched a lot of stuff a lot of new movies and yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's hop into it. For those of you who don't know, this is a fun <laughs> little, this is a fun, fun little goofy segment where we talk about everything we've logged on Letterboxd, a film, social media, and review site mm-hmm. since we did our last episode. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, which, because we took a break, we've got a lot to talk about. We did. We took um, a one-week break. Our last episode, you said, was on the 4th? Yes. Uh, our Midnight Mass episode released on the 4th. So, yeah, I've got... Oh, <laughs> uh, we're probably only going to talk about feature length stuff we watched yeah um but we'll, I'll, we'll get to it when we get to it i guess uh so on the fourth actually after after the podcast came out after that, that pod, night the pod. Uh, i watched vampires versus the bronx netflix original uh, i was about to say which i think is a netflix original it is uh <laughs> which it's pretty goofy is it's not anything special it it references blade like every two seconds Wait, like really? blade, blade is a main po- like plot point of, <laughs> of the movie that's hilarious which which kind of describes how it is but it's a lot of fun i really like it it's kind of like down to earth kind of vibe it felt like a fun kind of disney channel movie but like good <laughs> wow i i appreciate it i did it. not expect it to be good like i'd always seen the trailer for it and I, I gave it three stars it's not it's not mind-blowing it's it's <laughs> goofy it's not well written but it, i enjoyed it quite quite a bit well there you go speaking of mind-blowing Mike, <laughs> we watched uh the best film of the decade um uh, bong joon ho's next parasite parasite yes we finally saw parasite uh our second our second bong joon ho movie we watched the host for First. yeah and I, and I think the best way i i could describe why i liked like like the way i liked this movie or like how i feel about this movie mm-hmm. is i really liked the host <laughs> um and and i could i hardly put the, the the those movies in the same sentence parasite is on that much of a different level from those parasites <laughs> it's so good i i said it's the best of the decade and i i mean that man it's great it's fantastic. It probably might be the best of the decade. Like, I really, I think the tens were a great year. Oh, for the tens were an amazing year, <laughs> um, but it, I think it's the best one. <laughs> Parasite, like, it's just so good. I mean, we we could talk about it for for a long time. I was about to say. Time. I think I mentioned in my review that it uh, has a really great sense of spatial control to it, which oh, is something that's so rare in movies. And spatial control. I was about to say so good. it's so rare in modern movies to find that, and it was really refreshing. And and the house they designed for this <laughs> is so beautiful. It's so nice, and it works so well cinematically. It's great stuff. Man. Um, but yeah, I love I love this movie so much. It's <laughs> 
gasp fantastic we'll have to do an episode on it sometime it's it's amazing who would have thought like that the highest rated thing on letterboxd uh, is really really great. big surprise we loved the highest rated movie on letterboxd yeah, we won we, we loved the first foreign language film to win best picture that everybody loved Ooh. but it's genuinely freaking fantastic yeah um i give it a five out of five uh, good figure i also gave it a five out of five then on the sixth i watched intrusion intrusion uh, a netflix original thriller I does someone guess. say may i cut in <laughs> no it's, it's really bad in like every way um my review for it was intrusion more like forgettable and <laughs> wow you really shut him down Micah. because <laughs> this movie was the most plain boring forgettable thing in the world it sucked i gave it two stars wow uh, also on the 6th, I watched Arrival, um, and then later on the 6th, we watched <laughs> no, for the first No time. mention of Arrival. Oh, well, no, I just <laughs> like feel like I've <laughs> talked about Arrival enough. I okay, thought we were okay. trying to talk about new yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, Arrival's fantastic. It's one of my favorite sci-fi movies. Okay, well, you just like, were like, I watched I gave Arrival. it five stars. I forgot to say my rating. I gave yeah. it five stars. Sorry. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, then for the first time, we watched uh, Steven Soderbergh's... Uh, High Flying Bird. <laughs> 2019 baby another netflix original another netflix original we were just on it i guess um and i didn't i didn't know what to what to expect going into high flying bird i thought it was going to be a more of a basketball movie actually um but there isn't much basketball being played which i appreciate <laughs> oh my gosh could you could you imagine trying to shoot a bunch of basketball on an iphone probably wouldn't have looked very good yeah i was about to say this is the movie uh, i don't know if you guys remember but the, uh, soderbergh, soderbergh did a couple movies he did a couple movies uh, where he shot everything on an iphone um and this is one of them <laughs> which by the way this looks pretty good for taking that in like into account <laughs> yeah i don't know how that man they, they probably had like a ridiculously large rig for this one tiny iphone <laughs> um but i think i think what makes this so great and it really it really puts it up there for me almost next to like oceans 11 which is hard to do um is there is there something so magical and, and it can't just be the Soderbergh, because I mean, uh, he didn't even write this movie. I think it was the guy who wrote uh, Moonlight that wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's something really magical about yeah. Soderbergh movies that kind of do this very fast, very intriguing specialist kind of filmmaking. <laughs> you know, like with Ocean's Eleven, it was like thievery. With a uh, Logan Lucky, it was Southern thievery. <laughs> with this, it was basketball thievery. When this, with this, it's like the, the like the legal side of basketball yeah. stuff that you don't really get to see much, and it's so interesting to watch. Like I, I could just watch just dialogue scene after dialogue, which I mean, this movie is pretty it's much just pretty dialogue, much just scene, dialogue, after dialogue scene, scene. But I could watch that for forever, and this cast is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's great stuff, man. I don't know. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Uh, I will say it's not like perfect on every no. level. I gave it four stars, but I very much liked it. The editing is definitely a standout for me. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I gave it an eight out of ten or a four out of five, depending on who you ask. Then we watched a bunch of uh, Huluween shorts. No, see, they are not Huluween, Micah. I I thought they were, but they're just on Hulu. They're called like bite-sized oh, I horror. Thought, I thought Hulu produced by like not the shorts themselves but hulu produced bite-sized horror i thought well they do but it's not like part of the huluween thing which is weird <laughs> well anyway yes uh, 
Hulu gave a platform for a bunch of uh, indie short films. <laughs> uh, do you want to give a shout out to like one, a couple of your favorites, maybe? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Monstergram and Devil Vec were fun. Okay. They're they're really stupid and goofy, but they're fun. Uh, my favorites were probably Jane, Monstergram, uh, Devil Vec, and also what was what was the other one? Um, what am I thinking of? It was one of the newer ones uh, with the Shiva baby lady in it. Oh, did you lock that one? That was I that did. Was part yeah. of the that was part of the second like the second season. Yeah. What um, was that appendage. called? Appendage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that one too. <laughs> appendage was. I so just weird. liked. I just liked the practical effects. <laughs> weird how they stepped up to like a solid TV mature at appendage alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It, it was a. It was a pretty mixed bag. Oh, um, very mixed the bag. whole series but you know it was fun yeah and it's cool that they gave a platform for a bunch of indie shorts i appreciate that yeah uh then on the 7th uh which was my birthday what happy what? birthday micah crazy good thing we took a break from recently logged for no reason other than it being your birthday i forced my girlfriend <laughs> to watch the thing for the first time the thing uh she found it kind of boring which i kind of expected no. uh, she did like the practical effects though uh which are amazing how can you not like uh, it mike <laughs> and on on this on this viewing i did give it an extra star for my birthday and watching it with my girlfriend so i gave it five stars uh i give it a five stars because i wanted to <laughs> because know, there's that there's good. still something about the thing that i'm not fully behind the five star thing for it okay micah what I, you it need is to one do of my favorite horror what movies. you need to do is you need to connect my airpods to the apple tv Go out there all alone at night and watch it with Rubby, headphones. Rubby, I don't think we can beat our first watch experience of this. We were in the middle of, of Utah, camping in it so cold. underneath the mountains, and it was cold. And that's when we decided to watch it at like 2 in the morning, and it was a fantastic first watching experience of the thing. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great movie. Uh, later that night, though it was technically late enough that it counted as the 8th, we watched Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's a pretty, pretty great movie. movie. I said it's a masterpiece, undeniably. That was my 11th time logging it. Uh, five stars. Five stars, yes. great. <laughs> then on the 8th, we watched Parasite Black and White, because I have the Criterion. Yeah, and baby. We watched the little intro from Bong Joon-ho where he's like, I just wanted to make it black and white <laughs> I just because... He had no real reason. He was just like, I thought it would be cool, and it was... Uh, I put in my review that I actually think I might like the black and white version a little better in some ways. Um, yeah, I think it adds, uh, as Bong Joon-ho said in the introduction, it adds a bit of gravitas to it that wasn't there before. Yeah. Um, but um, Not, I don't know if I prefer the it. The color, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I prefer one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. They, they're for different things, and the color is really beautiful in Paris. Though. I was about to say, I love how <laughs> grimy everything feels in the color one. I like... Um, just the general like vibe of the house with the color yeah, in it. But it's like, nice. But like Bong, Bong Joon Ho said, um, a lot of black and white makes you focus on the actors. It does. And you get to see in, in the black and white version, it, it gives it a lot more darkness and a lot more like kind of. It, why did I just lose the word for what I was going for? I don't know what you're going for. I kind said gravitas of, earlier, kind of, which was a fitting thing I fantastical thought. groundedness it yeah. keeps you more grounded feeling than well it it when the other technical elements of your movie are so good and you 
take away one technical element, which is the color and stuff like that. It it just exemplifies the other ones yeah, more. Because cast, fantastic. <laughs> Music, fantastic. Exactly. Cinematography, fantastic. Your brain doesn't like, have to process that extra color stuff, and it doesn't have to worry about it, so it can focus more on other elements of it. Yeah, I think both are fantastic, both are but yeah. <laughs> I, I did rather appreciate watching it in black yeah, and white. That was nice, yeah. Um, um, later that day, or I guess the next day, uh, or well, no, yeah, we watched, uh, that in like the afternoon. So this was the same day. Um, I watched the Lego star Wars Halloween special for this year. Um, terrifying tales, which is a really weird special. <laughs> um, it's like this anthology thing, but it's like being told by this guy who's, trying to get a old lightsaber or something and they, there's a big battle at the end for some reason <laughs> i don't know it was it was kind of funny sometimes um i wasn't crazy about it i thought it was mostly kind of boring featuring more of the chowder cast i was about to say uh dana snyder was in this which he voices gazpacho and chowder and <laughs> i literally just kept thinking about chowder the entire time i watched this and i was like man chowder's chowder. so much better go watch chowder that's what i say uh, I the, gave it a I gave it a four out of ten. Then on the uh, then on the ninth, uh, we also watched the Men in Black. It had been a Black. while since I had seen it. Good stuff. Um, very great very stuff. good. Uh, it's very funny. It's got <laughs> great production. Uh, didn't like Bo Welch work on it? Yeah, Bo Welch did the uh, production design. Very very good. Oh, it's he's, good. He's very he's very good at what he Bo does. Bo Welch is a legend, man. <laughs> he's one um, of my favorite filmmakers out there. I give it four and a half stars. Um, I also gave it a four and a half because it it I think it's legitimately like one of my favorite films ever made. Just because it was like one of my first introductions to like kind of grittier sci-fi or more, I should say more gross sci-fi. <laughs> and I, it really left an impact on me the first time I watched it, and I've loved it ever since then. Then we watched Paranorman. Paranorman? No, wait, you watched What Did Jack Do? <laughs> Dang it. Oh, yeah, I, I finally sat Micah down and forced him to watch What Did Jack Do with me. Um, and that the musical number in What Did Jack Do single-handedly saved cinema. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So, so I'll, give, I'll give some brief thoughts on what to Jack do. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like David Lynch's style a lot, but a lot of times in practice, I don't like the actual like product product of David Lynch's stuff, which I've seen very little <sighs> of David shame, Lynch's like stuff. A, for shame. Um, <laughs> and I really liked the idea of this. But I just didn't really find it that funny. Wait, really? You liked the idea of a talking monkey? Yeah, no, it's a really fun idea for, like, David Lynch's style of him, like, yeah, interrogating no, I mean, a monkey. I, I thought it was going to be cool, but it's just kind of, like, a weird concept. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't like a lot of the a lot of the jokes. I think uh, I didn't like hardly anything that Jack did. <laughs> I liked David Lynch's stuff and I liked <laughs> some of the like the weird disjointed dialogue jokes. Those were good. I love David um, Lynch's tiny pistol in this <laughs> tiny pistol. <laughs> but uh, I didn't really find Jack funny. Okay. I mean, that's fair, I guess. A uh, comedy's pretty subjective. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just um, like like him like especially like I, I don't know I was more uncomfortable with like the chicken <laughs> stuff I was like uh, you've yeah. been seen associating with chicken <laughs> um, but yeah I I gave it a four out of five I very much enjoyed it um, yeah, and then fine. <laughs> yes we did watch Paranorman, uh, Paranorman for the second time. rewatch baby very weird movie 
Um, <laughs> very weird. Very, very weird. It, like Rebby said while watching it, when it's trying to do anything but be a really goofy, almost parody level-esque goofy horror movie, uh, it's, it's not very good. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to read my uh, review. I said, great cinematography and genuinely funny jokes, uh, stellar animation. Uh, It's really great stuff. Um, But anytime it tries to do anything other than that, it's just completely falling flat on its face. It (laughs) it has no subtlety whatsoever, regardless of what style it's trying to lean into. It just lacks any sense of subtlety <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna pick up the pace i give that three stars we're gonna pick I up the pace since we're five, taking yes. so long so now we're only gonna give in-depth thoughts about things we watched for the first time okay okay uh logan <laughs> lucky very good wanted to watch another soderberg thing nine out of ten uh f- four and a half yeah <laughs> uh then we watched spy kids 2 isle of lost dreams i was doing this while i was working on my video so yes, i just indeed. watched a bunch of movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh i give it three and a half it's my favorite spy kids movie it's the best spy kids it's the movie. best spy kids movie i also gave it a three and i, I kind of love it <laughs> uh then we watched surfs up surfs up way better than it should be give it a watch give it a go it's so funny <laughs> it is it is very funny the only one of the only animated movies i've seen pull off a documentary style and to have it work <laughs> yeah uh, i give it four stars i also gave it four stars then we watched the blob the 1988 blob. for the first time the 88 version baby um which i didn't know what to expect i haven't seen the old blob <laughs> Um, I have, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was this yeah. is like a, this is a fun '80s horror movie. I like '80s horror. <laughs> it's the most Stranger Things a movie has ever been. I think I can't see this not being like one of the biggest inspirations for Stranger but Things. But Robbie, you got to understand, like everything that was big in the '80s was a straight, like, like like literally like the thing, Scanners, the Blob. Yeah, ET, I know, I know, but so like this Stranger is things. this is the most Stranger Things out of any of those, because <laughs> I've seen all of those now. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 good though. It's got a lot of improvements to the original. Yeah, no, I think it's it's genuinely fun horror. I really like how they use the blob as a horror creature. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think by the time it gets all big and stuff, it's goofy. <laughs> but like, I mean, it was always going to be goofy. It's the blob. It's a blob. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Micah? <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I gave it four stars. Cool. I, I also enjoyed it. I also gave it four stars. <laughs> So then, I just uh, copied your ratings. <laughs> then we rewatched Black Panther for the first time in forever. Like <laughs> I think I've only seen it like twice since we watched it in theaters. Oh my gosh, I've only I've only seen it one time. That's I only logged it one time. That's a lie that you've only seen it one time though. Okay, so I've probably seen it. That was probably my third viewing because I think I do remember watching it like yeah, at pretty, home. I'm pretty sure that was your third. Viewing. I must have been editing this or something though because I didn't I didn't log it. Um. um but yeah, Black Panther is is a weird movie because it's really good in a lot of ways, but it feels weighed down mostly by the MCU. Yeah, um, definitely. A lot of really cool concepts and stuff. Uh, very fun. Great, great music, great cast, four stars. I give it a three and a half. thought it was quite good. <laughs> uh, then I rewatched Scanners for the first time. Scanners. Um, <laughs> which I liked it a lot better on a rewatch. I gave it three and a half. Scanners is fun, man. Um, and then I watched uh, 1922, the uh, 2017 movie, uh, for the first time. Um, and I almost fell asleep. So is, if that's any indication of how the movie was. Um, yeah, it's, it's really not good bad cast uh really bad screenplay um 
but you know it was it was all right outside of that <laughs> uh i gave it a three out of ten uh, then we watched Haunted Mansion. Uh, the which Haunted this was, Mansion. This was a rewatch for me. I've I'd seen the Eddie Murphy The Haunted Mansion before. This is my first time watching um, it, baby. Still not a huge fan, but it, it's fine. <laughs> it, I gave it two and a half. It it's is fine. <laughs> it is a fine movie. That is fine. <laughs> it was my quote was the quote for my review. <laughs> it is a fine movie. <laughs> <laughs> then I, then I watched. Uh, no one gets out alive a 2021 horror movie did someone get out alive uh, somebody did what <laughs> i thought no one got out alive it wasn't very good honestly which kind of made me sad because there were a lot of fun ideas in it and i liked the cast but it just like just the writing wasn't very good and like the horror elements itself weren't very good so it ended up just being mostly boring to watch which made me sad because it was cool sometimes boring <laughs> movies are always sad mike <laughs> i put cool concept just not really well written at all i give it two stars well there you go um oh, the score was very good i liked that <laughs> yeah you mentioned the score to me after you finished watching it <laughs> yeah because it was it was actually stand out of the movie well yeah no i, I was saying like oh yeah he, obviously he liked it a lot <laughs> um the, then we watched uh, yeah, then we watched Monster House for the first time, which we uh, I'd been trying to get Micah to sit down and watch it with me, but he never it would. Looked, it looks because the animation so looks bad. like absolute garbage, ninety <laughs> um, percent of the time. But it was fun. But it has the the filmmaking itself in this goes so hard for in no reason. Half. <laughs> for, for no reason whatsoever why was the cinematographer trying this hard <laughs> yeah I, th I think really if, if it would have kept the first half energy throughout the whole thing it would have been like i would consider it close to a masterpiece because it's just like the first half energy is just so good i was about to say it's so it's editing it's is so great. immersive the cinematography is great and like it really engaging. gets you into the characters i don't know what it was doing what what was it what was it doing <laughs> but the second half kind of kind of sucks. Yeah, once they, <laughs> once they actually get into the house, it mellows out a bit and kind of falls into some cliche stuff that I'm not crazy about, but if it had maintained its energy, like the, the, the first act energy for the entire movie, I would have been all over this. Yeah, I gave it three and a half. I it also was, gave it a uh, three and a half. It was, it was a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Uh, then, yes, Kubo and the Two Strings, <laughs> the Kubo and Two Strings. Um, watched it with my girlfriend for the first time who, who I, I, I like to think she's a Leica fan but she hadn't seen it um and yeah she liked it it's i watched it with your girlfriend for the first time too <laughs> it's probably the most visually appealing of the Leica movies in my opinion like it the visuals are outstanding it's on a whole nother level man it makes it makes the other Leica movies look like a screen test for this you know right because as good as Leica this always thing is looks crazy. this this looks fantastic but i do have quite a bit of problems that i would have to go in depth to get into yeah actually um i had always kind of had a problem with kubo um on a lot of levels which i want to do a episode on it someday it has it has enough to discuss that i'd want to do an episode yeah. on it um but the emotional mo the emotional beats actually hit me pretty well this time but maybe it's because we've recently lost a family member so yeah it, it probably that's probably why <laughs> um but yeah no it was it was good i ended up bumping it up a half star yeah um, i give it, it four stars I it's gave like it a, a, it's like a three and a half four movie yeah i gave it a four out of five then we watched 
the way of the future the way of the future <laughs> we watched the literal future uh, it turns out martin scorsese good at directing <laughs> martin scorsese good director question mark. <laughs> question mark uh so the first martin scorsese experience we ever had was hugo and i really still to this day <laughs> do not like hugo and i do not think it's very <laughs> like it, it doesn't have the martin scorsese energy it really doesn't we watched the king of comedy and then we watched this and we're we're trying to we're gonna watch more because because this i i kind of loved this movie the aviator that is since i hadn't said it yet yeah i was about to say dude you still haven't set the title of the movie. Uh, so yeah we watched the aviator which which by all accounts is is, is a little messy <laughs> howard hughes biopic by far the messiest thing i've seen scorsese's name on Besides, like, Shark Tale, I guess. But the energy is so good. The energy is immaculate. The filmmaking is so good. It's um, just messy. Leo's performance, the DiCaprio man himself, um, is really good. Like, surprisingly I think, I good. Think, yeah, I think it might be my favorite performance from him that I've seen. And I, and yeah. I like his performances no, I was and about stuff to say, a lot. I, I, genu- I generally like him in most things. But this, he was actually, like, you could tell he was actually putting in the work in this one. Yeah. I like it. Um no, I just, I think, I think it's really kind of what, because this movie did something that a movie has never really done to me is why I loved this movie as much as I did. Okay. Um, so first of all, I didn't know Howard Hughes was OCD at yeah, all. Yeah, I didn't know he had, uh, I didn't especially know he like had extreme it. OCD, which if, if this movie is accurate, which I imagine it is, it is crazy mike is taking mike is taking the aviator as gospel (laughs) that would be well no but that would be awful especially in the 30s but um the filmmaking is so good at getting you into the mind of that yep while also balancing all of its goofy high highs and low lows like it actively made me physically anxious yeah i was about to say it's it does do that very very well (laughs) which is just blows my mind i was I, I couldn't not think about the movie like for the next day after watching it. Uh, so while it is messy, I gave it five stars. It is very, very messy, and the OCD stuff hits a little too close to home <laughs> for me, um, just because I've always been anxious. I've never been diagnosed with anything, but uh, <laughs> it, I, I relate to the I relate to the uh, like breakdown sequences in this a bit too much. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it made me uncomfy. After, my, the, after the dinner scene, Ruby was like, "I don't like this." I was about to say, I was like, I, "This is way, way too uh, is hitting a bit too close to home." for me i need i need to go to a doctor is what i need to do (laughs) uh but yes the aviator was a good movie i gave it a nine out of ten it's like i said by far the messiest thing scorsese i have seen his name on directing wise um but yes i feel like we're i feel like we're going just as long for our main discussion as these we've watched so much (laughs) i know uh then we watched his house uh rewatched it we've done it on the podcast we did an episode on it listen to that episode it's a a good movie (laughs) uh i gave it three and a half stars yeah um and then we watched muppets haunted mansion uh that same day for the first time then i watched Her Heracles or Hercules. (laughs) Like a no one cares. (laughs) Uh three and a half. It's fun. Uh, and I watched Bolt to uh, four stars. They I made a both. sequel to Bolt. <laughs> I watched both of those over with my girlfriend, which makes it a lot more fun. And Bolt is a masterpiece, even though I only gave it four stars because it probably deserves like a three and a half. But it's a masterpiece. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, uh, 
excuse me uh <laughs> after after well while he was over um at his girlfriend's house i watched uh the saul bass directed phase four um which is a 70s sci-fi staple which i didn't realize how like influential it was um to sci-fi because like all of the articles and stuff that popped up afterwards where it was like doing interviews with like sci-fi directors explaining how influential phase four was to the medium of sci-fi movies in general um phase four very odd movie by my favorite graphic designer ever um yeah it's just weird it's not bad it's got a really good sci-fi premise um and it's it looks so beautiful man <laughs> I, I just want Saul. Ba- i want to see more Saul bass movies that's what i want um i watched the regular cut of it without like the alternate ending or whatever but i do want to see the alternate ending so yeah uh, it was good, but not great. Uh, I gave it a six out of ten. And then that later that night, we rewatched uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion for this episode. Yes, good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, you're right, Micah. We we have almost gone just as long with the what we watched segment as we did with the main discussion. So uh, uh, sorry about that, guys. We watched we watched a lot. Hey, there's a lot a, of new stuff. There's a reason we put this segment at the end. If you want to skip this segment, don't feel guilty about it's it. It's true. If you just want to hear what we think about Muppets, the, the Haunted Mansion, just cut. Yeah, just do it. Um, so I guess I guess that's it. Uh, thank you to Luke for sending in his thoughts on Muppets Haunted Mansion. We are we, will, we apologize we once again sure, for not. <laughs> we will be sure to grab you for Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah, I was about to say we apologize again for not bringing you onto the episode. Um, as fun as that would have been, uh, we just totally blanked apparently. <laughs> and uh, next week, are we doing Beetlejuice next week or the week after? Um, I, don't, I don't know when Halloween is. <laughs> I don't know when Halloween is. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah we're, we're doing, doing next week. Doing Beetlejuice next week. Okay, Beetlejuice next week on the pod. Yes, Beetlejuice on the pod. <laughs> new Tim Burton, baby. <laughs> new, well, it's not new. It's not new. Really. New to us, Micah. <laughs> and I give people the wrong idea. They're going to be like, what? A new Tim Burton? New Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice reboot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah next week beetlejuice thanks for listening go check out like all the movies that i gave five stars if you hold enough to go check them out uh, <laughs> yeah fantastic stuff good times go watch parasite go watch the muppets special it's, yeah it's go watch fun. the muppets special and uh have have a good spooky season yeah we'll catch you guys in the next one adios or will we Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>